Cuckoo, everyone. Cuckoo. Welcome to Europhile. I'm Catherine Rory. And I'm Kate Walker. Hi, Kate. What's Hi. up? Well, we had one of my friends visiting, or two of my friends visiting yes, last yeah. weekend. We had like a random heat wave. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, and it was delicious. Like, a little too much. I got so burnt. But yeah. <laughs> the craziest burn lights. <laughs> my feet are like, it looks like there was like a Tetris board or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Now I have really tan feet, but my shins aren't that tan. <laughs> that is classic you. Like, I, know. I feel so, like that's, that's Kate's culture. I know. Weird now, burn lines. Now I'm peeling. Yep. Mm-hmm. My hairline's peeling. <laughs> We also had an incredible meal. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. So everyone, we talk about Felix had, ad nauseum. Had the best. This is okay. First of all, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you. We had my ideal last day on earth. My last day on earth too. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. So tell us what that day is. Okay. My day is getting up with my dearest, loveliest yeah. friends. Mm-hmm getting breakfast we went and got courage bagels i mean mm-hmm. i don't really care it doesn't need to be courage bagels but my friend was visiting from out of mm-hmm. town so we went and got bagels and then we went to Irwan to get, to get smoothies and then mm-hmm. we were at the beach yep we went to malibu mm-hmm. for hours and hours and hours yes and it was so amazing uh-huh it was and beautiful then, do you want to take over take over yeah. yes okay so you're you're at the beach all day <laughs> You come home, you shower, you mm. put on, you, you lather yourself in Nukes body oil. Yep. This is particular to Last Day yep. on Earth. It has yep. to be Nukes. Yep. Nukes. Which is what we did. And yeah. then, you know, you, you're in a robe. You're in some sort of PJ. Mm-hmm. You'd maybe snooze. You lounge. Mm-hmm. Then you get cute and you take Open your a bottle seat. of rosé. Oh, yeah. You drink Get ready with your while, girlfriends. While you're getting ready. Uh-huh. And then you go out for a late dinner, and it's usually Italian food, if it's my last mm-hmm. day on Earth. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what we did. Mm-hmm. So we went to, I don't know, Felix's sister restaurant, would you call it? Yeah. yeah. Mother Wolf, which is... Which is like a Roman. But 10 minutes away. <sighs> yeah. Heaven. Yeah. yeah. Roman food. Oh, my yes, God. That artichoke. <gasps> I had never Jewish, had... The Jewish artichoke. Yes, yeah. I had never had mm-hmm. Jewish artichokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. I know. That is... Those were, like, very good, though. Like, I will say, even in Rome, like, they're very good, but I say that was, like, a bougie version. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They were But they excellent. were incredible. Yeah. It was a beautiful meal. Pasta... Mm-hmm. What else did you we get? All a the little, carbonara, a little salad, a la matriciana. Mm-hmm. We had a delicious salad. Yeah. Oh, I had a excellent. Spritz. A spritz, but of course, mm-hmm. also a last day ingredient. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is an apérol spritz. Yep. yep. It was time. a lovely day. But I will say, I do like Felix better. I agree, because they but. had the things that I want that weren't on this menu. Tiramisu yeah. for one. And the, the Sicilian focaccia. Oh, the focaccia. Yeah. The spincione or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's worth a 40 minute plus drive. It really is. To and back. It really is. Yeah. Jesus. I love it so much. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, now that we can talk ad nauseum about yes. Italian food. Yes. <laughs> I could not be done, but let's just spare everyone. <laughs> yeah. And Shall you I have, yeah, mm-hmm. begin? You have okay. The so week. we are doing Europe in general once again. And we are going to talk about another immaculate treat that probably all of us enjoy every day. We're talking about coffee in Europe, mm. the history of how it got there, and coffee culture of a few countries. Oh my god, love this so much. So, okay, I'm going to try, and I don't want I'm not going to say breeze through, but we got history highlights. We're just moving on. We're moving, yes. yeah, we're History cruising. highlights. Okay. Obviously, Europe is not the birthplace of coffee. Yes. The birthplace of yes. coffee, coffee is Africa. Ethiopia, mm-hmm, Ethiopia, to be, to be specific. Okay. okay. Where it has grown wild for millennia, I'll say. Oh, I don't even... I love that. Forever. <laughs> forever. Okay. It was the Great. first plant on this earth. <laughs> that and marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and... Okay, so like, okay, highlights, mm. highlights, highlights. Coffee, the drink, was first made from roasted beans in Yemen in mm. the 14th century. And 100 okay. years later, cafes started popping up in the Islamic world, where cafe wow. culture and cafes kind of became like a the social place things okay. to do. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I don't know where this was. This is just like a random factoid from this like very educational video that I watched. Mm-hmm. And in some places of the world around this time, coffee had become so important that a spouse's inability to provide that would be grounds for divorce. So like if yeah, they can't afford to, to give coffee. Maintain, yeah. maintain happiness in your lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. That's grounds for divorce. Divorce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> During the... Ottoman Empire. So there are times in history where coffee was worshipped, times where people were trying to ban it. Oh, yeah. In the Mm -hmm. 1500s, 1600s, coffee was banned as rulers did not like their people getting politically radicalized and socializing at coffee shops because like mm. you get together, you hang, you start talking. ideas. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you know, coffee drinking carried on. And at this time, places like UK, Germany, probably more Western Europe, mm-hmm. beer was the prevalent beverage more because water wasn't necessarily always the safest thing to drink. Mm-hmm. Quite literally, there was like a drunken haze. People always were just like a little little drunk going mm-hmm. on in like yeah. UK or Germany. Well, I guess if you think about it, like there's some beers that are like 3%. Yes. Like- yeah. I'm sure, like, Kombucha, especially kind of. if they were drinking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same difference. If they were drinking it regularly, I imagine, or even wine, you know, like, it probably wasn't as high of as yeah. alcohol content. Yeah, that's, like, the issue with vodka in Russia, where it, it was such a high alcohol content, and that's why yes, they weren't like, literally nothing yeah. who can function when you're drinking that all the yeah. time. So that was the case until... The Italians, the Dutch, and the Austrians started importing coffee. Mm. And it was first in England that the first European cafe opened in London in 1652. And 50 years later, there would be more than 2,000 cafes in London alone. So just wow. like 
popped Who up. Who knew? I know. London would be because yes. it's such a tea-heavy focus, yeah. like culture. Interesting. Yeah. I guess it's like it's the social aspect that like oh, really took like off. A pub. Yeah. Yes. Culture. And cafes were called penny universities because for the cost of a cup of coffee, you could like rub shoulders and share ideas and about mm-hmm. politics, about philosophy, whatever, with like the brightest minds of the day. Yeah. Because like that's like where that. they would hang out. Mm-hmm. So penny universities, I thought that was mm-hmm. cute. Unlike pubs where even today, like you don't want to talk about politics, religion, like with like drunk people, like it can oh, that's lead to true. fights. Yeah. Versus like mm-hmm. it was so much true. more civilized. Like you could debate, yeah. you could oh. talk about opinions over yeah, nice. coffee in these cafes. Oh my god, I would literally be such a nightmare in one of those places. I'd be like, <laughs> you're literally wrong and a bad person. Yeah, so. Yes. Exactly. In the, I rest my case. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't. I can't even debate. Yeah, I know. I was debating. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> well, okay, this is not the not the best thing for us, but English cafes fostered early capitalism because mm. some of the world's largest companies began as cafes. So, for example, I'd like to have a word. I know. You really thought that was the best thing you could come up with? I I want to be laying in the Mediterranean somewhere. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But Drinking coffee. Please. Or wine. The London Stock Exchange, Lloyd's of London, and the East India Company all originally were cafes. And That's that like so spawned into entirely different world changing for the worse, is, let's yeah, yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> like arguably or factually, mm, I think factually worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean like uh, Yeah. Like serfdom was kind of shitty too. Yes. It's all shitty. There's no yes. right answer. Yeah, coming at it from yeah. 2022. Yeah. You're I'm like, oh, don't. <laughs> Four day work week. Yeah. Anyone? Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello. At least. I know. Also, this is interesting. So women in the UK started manifestos against cafes. Because they were not allowed. Ooh. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> yes. It was like a men's social club. club. Yeah. But I was, and they were like, took stances against coffee. And like, okay. obviously, again, you know, looking at it now, I'm like, is coffee the problem? Or is a society run by men the problem? I think that is the issue, but yeah. for the sake of women at the time, they like yeah. had to Grasping start. Grasping at straws Yeah, exactly. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Understandable. Yeah. You know, we got to make progress. I probably would hate coffee yeah, back then. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah. By 1777 in Prussia, so we're bouncing around a little, we have King Frederick the Great, and he wanted, again, an anti-coffee person, and he banned it because he, I don't know, he probably, you know, hated this too, people come to the get- coming together, sharing ideas, mm-hmm. and he wanted it to go back to being a beer nation. And he created a secret. Just dumb, happy. <laughs> yes, people. exactly. Yeah, let's not question it. Drunk. Let's not question. No one's King's discussing Frederick's authority. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he created secret anti-coffee police forces who would oh, literally sniff, walk around town, smelling the air smelling for the people roasting aroma. coffee. Yes. Yeah. 
But like, you know, that's preposterous. You can't keep these bands for long because like you will have an uprising on your hands. Yeah. So yeah. eventually people could go back to drinking coffee. And in Vienna, they were the first people to start mixing warm milk and sugar into Ooh. their coffee. Genius. And they they called it a cappuccino, which similar to in Italian became cappuccino. So cappuccino. I wonder if that means hat, because I I want to say in Italian cappuccino means some sort of hat or something. I I didn't write it down, but cappuccino it came from because it was the color of these monks' robes. Oh, capuchin, capuchin, probably capuchin, probably how we would say capuchin word. Yes, (laughs) yeah, no, that was good. That was very good Uh because they were like a a brown colored. Okay, that's what it was, not a hat. Okay, that makes more sense. That was good, Kate. Thank you. (laughs) Wrong, but good. No, but like I don't know, it's very intuitive. So, um. Uh, okay, I'm now I'm even jumping around in time a little bit, but we have in oh, like whatever. 1669, Facts. a Turkish... Yeah, let's just go, you know. Yeah, like this is where, I don't know, this yeah. is what I have. <laughs> a Turkish ambassador introduced coffee to the French, who did not okay. really take to it. Okay. But they did use it as a medicine because it gets things moving, I'll just yeah, say. Yeah, It kind of took a couple decades for it to like... <laughs> become a thing in France that people enjoyed. So 20 years later, after it was first introduced... Oh, Turkish coffee. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. We have the very famous cafe in Paris, which still exists today, Cafe Procop, which is oh. in the 6th arrondissement. I think I it's think I've heard of that. one of the oldest, if not the oldest, like restaurant that still exists oh, in Paris. That is lovely. That is a Catherine fact. I don't know if that's a real fact. Okay. I mean, it's, it opened in 1689, so it's okay. very, very old. Okay. And it attracted the likes of Voltaire, Diderot, Rousseau, Ben Franklin. Like, these were the people coming together drinking at yeah. Procop. Rumors are that Voltaire would drink up to 100 espressos a day. Wow. Literally, okay. is that possible? Like, you would be ill. That's like the equivalent of, like, someone who just downs Red Bull now. Y- yes, yeah, that's true. Ew. Or whatever that Celsius drink is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But he would mix them with chocolate to, like, take off the bitter like a, a edge. Mocha. Mm-hmm, delish. And you can still see, so, like, as, as I said, that restaurant is open, and they have, like, his desk... Which you can like go see at the restaurant. Oh, that's fun. And then in Paris on July twelfth, seventeen eighty nine, we have Camille Moulins delivered a passionate speech at a cafe uh-huh. in Paris, whipped up the crowd into a frenzy, anti aristocracy rage. And uh-huh. two days later, they stormed the Bastille, which uh-huh. ignited the French Revolution. Wow. So I love, wow, I just wow. love little things yeah. like that. I'll start it in a cafe. Okay, so we need to talk about where this coffee came from. Oh, Obviously, okay. yeah, I already know. Where is it being grown? Who is yeah. harvesting it? So yeah. in the mid 17th century, we have the Dutch bring coffee over to India to grow. Um, mm-hmm. which, of course, they are profiting massively 
off of enslaved people's labor there. Yep. And this is going to happen globally. Yeah. So I'm sure it still happens today, you know. Yeah, yeah. There still have to be like very strict laws in place for coffee. That didn't happen until I, like the I know 90s. That happens with chocolate. Like how they're like yeah. cruelty-free chocolate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ugh, or child labor free. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have in 17, I mean, these are just like a few little snippets, mm-hmm. just like what I've been doing. Um, in 1720, we have Frenchman Gabriel Mathieu de Clou. He brings a coffee plant to the colony, French colony, Martinique. Mm-hmm. And within five years, there are like 18, over 18 million coffee trees on the island. So like that is the Wild. crop. And obviously, people in Europe cannot get enough. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we have enslaved people in Martinique yeah. growing mm-hmm. these, harvesting these. And it's just fascinating to me because it's like, oh, like, wake up. Like, we have these revolutionaries in Paris drinking these cafes about, like, overthrowing tyranny. And, yeah. like, that You're is not literally exactly the, through the whole picture. Of you are this. drinking that off of slave labor you're also leading tyranny like contributing Mm -hmm. to yeah yeah so um like oppression your oppression is not any different than anyone else's oppression yeah yep which is hard for people to understand yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and like in what in 1720 you're like oh what's this new drink yeah exactly yeah but so in 1789 obviously the french revolution it inspired the people of another colony, Saint-Domingue, which was very close to Martinique, where coffee was like the main crop. And they rebelled and demanded their freedom. And it created the slave-free nation of Haiti in 1804. Wow, that's so early. Like, Yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty amazing. So that is our very short history tour of coffee in Europe. I think we okay. should talk about culture. Yes please so we're gonna just hop around a few countries starting with italy so ciao i know (laughs) god can't wait to enjoy some cafe Mm, cappuccino per favore Mm -hmm. (laughs) of course like many things in europe this is an experience there is no to-go cups you nope. take your time you enjoy mm-hmm. your fucking life because in the u.s we don't know how to do that or you take it really quick yeah yeah but, uh, yeah, yeah yeah we'll talk yeah okay. well, well i've never been to italy so you'll be able to okay. share um some opinions on this probably uh-huh. or your experiences okay but like you know how it's brewed and prepared is like just as important as how it's consumed you know mm-hmm. it's like take take five minutes take five mm-hmm. So the legacy of Italian coffee, of course, is the espresso, which mm-hmm. like revolutionized coffee around the world. Yeah. And <gasps> the original espresso machine patent was filed in 1884 by the, our brilliant friend, Bialetti. Angelo Moriando. So oh, thank Moriando. you. Grazie. Grazie. Angelo. Because um, he was like, he had to figure out a way to make coffee. Like a percolator or something? Yes. Yeah. Type. yeah. Um, it is like a big, you know, you think of a traditional espresso machine, it is kind of like that. Um, mm-hmm. But he was like, I want to do this quick. Yeah. Brewing a cup of coffee takes at least five minutes. 
this espresso can be made in 30 seconds you know yeah. with steam all this yeah, pressure yeah. whatever and of course like it was like espresso is like express so quick mm-hmm. and basically espresso based coffee drinks are like the only ones that you can find in italy and mm-hmm. i feel like most most places honestly um yeah i mean maybe now there's more techniques is like a weird you know like chemex pour over yeah. situation mm-hmm. which is more popular elsewhere in europe which we'll talk about oh great <laughs> but okay so i found this really lovely article that summarized this and then there was a couple italian coffee drinks that i had never heard of that i was like okay this is so something i'm gonna try we have Ooh, okay. cafe con penna which is espresso served with whipped cream Okay. Which I imagine is probably not sweetened whipped cream, because the Italians don't do that. <laughs> I like things no. sweet, so maybe I would add a little sugar. But like, I would try that because yeah. I feel like it's yeah, the texture. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anytime also... I would ask for gelato for if you wanted whipped cream, and be like, no, I don't. Yeah, because it's just My like whipped American. It's taste literal buds whipped cream. Are, are like, <laughs> I need sugar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> me too. And then we have the cafe. Shakerato, which is espresso oh. shaken with sugar until frothy and then poured over ice. Yum. Yum. Mm-hmm. Delicious. I feel like that was like a TikTok thing. Like a version of that. Like oh. kind of in the like very beginning of the pandemic. Oh, I don't remember that. Because I didn't have TikTok. Maybe then. like a oh, maybe like a version of that. Yeah. Some mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It sounds absolutely delicious, especially like. Who doesn't love a coffee foam? And then I, I wouldn't think That's that joy poured over ice would be something that would happen, but I guess, I yeah. guess it is. There were a couple other cold drinks, but I was like, I'll just keep it a few. Yeah, I mean it's effing hot there. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like you mentioned before, where do Italians drink their coffee? We have the just il bar, the bar. Yeah. And it's like, I've seen photos, I feel like I've watched, you know, travel shows or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. literally like a little coffee shop with an espresso bar. Well, maybe you can explain it for us, but you just get the espresso. You'd probably just toss it back right there and you just leave it right there, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. It's so quick. You you can put like your, you know, sugar in it or whatever you want. But mm-hmm. yeah, you just literally drink it at the bar and if you sit down you have to pay to sit down oh interesting and take your coffee sitting okay so um, yeah but like like here you know they would put in a to-go cup for you but like what's yes. the point when you're just drinking literally two sips of something yeah put it in a I little would always get a latte always mm, okay in the morning a cafe a latte? latte is that what you have to order because... you have to say cafe latte otherwise they give you milk yes okay yes and you could get a cafe latte fredo which is like a iced coffee if you're into that oh okay cafe latte but yeah Fredo. either cappuccino i would always get a cappuccino like yeah. i'm just like more like a milk yes me too. Gal. me too and i want to elongate you're doing like an affogato yeah oh yeah you know but i want to elongate the experience i think when i sit down to have a I, coffee and that's yeah. why i would like a cappuccino more than just an espresso yes. i mean that type of culture is much different and i do think you know while we don't have this like coffee culture as far as like a coffee bar or like a place you go to sit Mm -hmm. like we definitely have coffee culture in the fact like sitting with your coffee like in the morning yes and like 
I think that it could be one or two ways, like in like a work sense of where you're like running to Starbucks and going to get your coffee or like that's your like errand for the day. You could like put on real clothes and like go grab, you know, like whatever fun drink from Starbucks Mm -hmm. or us. We like sit on a Sunday and like have our coffee in like bed or something like that's lovely too. Yes. You know, God, that's the best. Yeah. And then like your day can start like nothing is bad you know it's just different cultures yeah yeah and like they drink coffee at home too they have the little you know percolator that they'll put yeah um speaking of starbucks the first starbucks opened in italy in 2018 (laughs) like how funny they tried i think before when i was there Mm. in like 2009 or something and they like closed didn't stick yeah yeah that's funny well, on, on to France now. So thank you, Italy, mm. for the espresso. Can't wait to go. Yeah, I'm going to have a little uh, Cafe Zero. Oh, God. If you know me, you know how much, if you have ever been to Europe, there's this, like, ice cream thing. <laughs> and it's in a cup. And it's called Cafe Zero. And it's, like, ice cream slushy thing. But you take this, like, thick straw and swirl it around. And it gets, like, fluffy, icy sh- coffee shards. <laughs> so good. Yum. <laughs> Ooh, okay we need it's like literally amazing i'm gonna cry if i have it last time i was in spain we, i had one i was like wow this is exactly the same oh yeah my yeah. want i know anyway okay, i'm sorry no no i love it i love it i can't wait on to um, france so of course i was doing this article make, taking my notes and i had to message our dear friend emile who has been on the pod before mm, i was mm-hmm. like emile i need your thoughts on this oh, like is this Frenchy. real friend uh-huh. <laughs> and according to my research typically the only time that coffee beverages with milk are consumed in france is before lunchtime so i think it's like yeah. a breakfast Italy, thing it's the same and i told emil i asked emil if this is true and he said well i had coffee at 3 p.m and 6 p.m today and both had milk and i wasn't bullied <laughs> so okay <laughs> we get it you can <laughs> there are no strict rules but yeah. i think that's like what they think of it's more of a breakfast yeah it's so funny because like sometimes i consider it like a little bit like if you're starving and you don't want to have like a meal or you know you're eating soon you don't want to have like a meal but sometimes you could have like a little yeah afternoon cafe yes latte yeah and that's kind of ties you over yeah i'm not insinuating that is a meal replacement yes (laughs) i know i know what you mean it's like a it satisfies you for a little bit extra yeah yeah because it's more filling than just yeah. you know, coffee, yes. mm-hmm. black, a black coffee. Water. Um, water. Yeah. <laughs> and like in Italy, coffee is usually enjoyed at the place of purchase in France. Yeah. To go isn't really a thing. I asked Emil about this and he said he agrees. And he said that the only, like, you can get to go from Starbucks, but like people don't, it's not their that. preferred spot you did that in france yeah (laughs) just to see how it was i just i never went to one but i would rely on starbucks because they would always have free wi-fi like i was lost in paris and trying to find my friend and like you just pop i wouldn't say like go there and i remember being like what yeah that's like you know or you go to pret in the uk or even in it's in the states here too it's the same thing like you just see what they have yeah yeah not that you like think of it as their culture you know yeah yeah exactly yeah on to greece where it gets a little bit more interesting to me Ooh, okay okay obviously 
Greece is a little bit more eastern. We have yeah. the fall of Constantinople in four, mm-hmm. 1453 to the Ottoman Turks. Yes. They have their own coffee customs, which mm-hmm. influenced Greece still Love to this obsessed. day. Love. Yes. Uh-huh. So they had the Turkish people have already been consuming coffee for a long time mm-hmm. before Europeans. So mm-hmm. they kind of like introduced their style to Greece when this happened. We have talked about Turkish coffee before. At least if you follow us on Instagram, you've seen that we went to a Turkish coffee place. But I just thought I'd explain it a little bit. Mm. And Kate, feel free to put any of your insights in here too. Because I feel like you really like went heavy on the research because you're very into this. Oh yeah, I was obsessed. Yeah. (laughs) So we got to try Turkish coffee. Yes. So Turkish coffee. It's made in what is called in Turkish a sevs and briki in Greek. So it's that little like copper or brass pot with a long handle. I saw that Mm. and I was like, elegant. Yes, elegant. (laughs) Yes, thoughtful. (laughs) Like it's such a thoughtful process making this coffee, like more so than any other ones that I've tried. Uh-huh. And it's medium roasted and extremely fine ground coffee is put into the mm-hmm. pot with water and brought to a boil. And as it boils, the aerated foam from the coffee God. Ra- rises and you pour that into your little like demitasse cup. Yeah. Oh, and God. then you put it back on and you do it again. So, you mm-hmm. know, you wait for more of like the so foamy like one half and then the other half. Yes. Yeah. That is when, you know, you can finally, after those, like, two boils, you can, like, pour your glass and sit mm-hmm. down and enjoy. Maybe you add a little bit of sugar. Mm-hmm. Milk or cream is rarely, rarely used in Turkish okay. coffee. This is very fascinating. So that's the method. The name has come in the past, okay. like, 50 years has become a little controversial in okay. Greece. Okay. For the majority of time history this kind of coffee has been called turkish coffee in greece um make make sense as i explained before Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until the turkish invasion of cyprus in 1974 that the popular drink became politicized and now freedom fries and now in greece you call it greek coffee oh so if you're in greece and you want what we would call Turkish coffee, coffee. you yeah. have you it's called Greek coffee. Oh. So that's like at least per the site where I found this research, they said like unless you want to offend local people, you would order a Greek yeah, coffee. Let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd literally be like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Please. Yeah. <laughs> One point. <laughs> yeah. Um here's another delicious um, little Greek drink, coffee drink. We have the Fredo Capustino. Yeah. <laughs> and I already know I like it. It's literally this? just an iced cappuccino. Yeah. Okay. But that Lovely. is literally like, you cannot find that. <laughs> There's this other podcast I listen to with this comedian, and she's like, I order iced cappuccinos, and people say, we can't do that. And she's like, yes, I you know you can. it on ice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it that is so funny. No how, barista like, will in Greece yeah. will turn their Any nose up at you. Yeah, if you want Good. to order that. So it's <laughs> yeah, like oh, just maybe this is happens. my third coffee today, and I don't want a hot one. Yes, again. yes. 
And then last thing, in Greece, we have a little superstition. It's the reading of your cup, of the grounds oh God, at the bottom I, of your cup. You know I fuck with this. Love, love, you love, You know, love. I love this stuff. Yes. I mean, I'm not going to go into it super we serious. We tried, remember? Yes, we tried, and it's very overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but so it's like, you cannot clink your coffee cups together. That's bad luck. The evil eye could be in the bottom of your cup. That's bad luck. And I yeah, think imagine. it's like, I think it's mostly mostly like the elder people who probably are the ones who are like more into that per, per my research. Like, like I did, reading. You, reading. Yeah. Coffee like they grounds. know what they okay. like can understand it more and they kind of like share their knowledge yeah. on reading the cup. Because it's probably mm-hmm. like you and I barely dipped our toes and we were like, oh God, this is so overwhelming. I was like, oh God, I don't know. Yeah. They have their whole I lifetime to like, and yeah. they finally can like figure it out and yeah. help people. Mm-hmm. Okay. On to our last country that we're going to focus on culture coffee wise. We are going to go to Finland Mm, mm-hmm. Listen to this fact. Finland consumes more coffee per capita than any other country in the world. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> like, are you just drinking it all day? What, Italy? Like, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But espresso is, like, still relatively new in Finland. Okay. They have espresso machines and cafes and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's drip coffee is the thing. Oh, interesting. Or, like, pour-overs. Yeah, yeah. Also, interestingly, they prefer a lighter roast, which I feel like the mm. rest of the world, we definitely are like medium well, dark. Like a dark. Yeah. Yeah. And they like a lighter roast, which actually. You like a lighter roast. Hmm? You like a lighter roast. I do. Roast. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. I don't know why. I think I heard that they ha- that has more caffeine, which isn't necessarily mm. like why I drink coffee. I drink it because I enjoy it. I but... can believe that because it's like less roasting time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it has mm. some, it must be something to do with the process. So they usually prepare it, which is like their filtered coffee. It's called cave, um, which is the filter coffee or pour over. And they usually enjoy it with milk or cream and sugar as well. Mm-hmm. Then they have cafeost, which is cheese and coffee. Oh. So I think I've heard of this and I was so in- in- intrigued. So there's a sweet cheese called Le Paiosto, and uh-huh. it's, you put it in your cup of hot coffee and stir it until, like, the coffee oh is, like, cheesy is and creamy. I've heard of this, like, I think Colombians do it. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's so interesting. Yes. I'm, like, yeah. I'm, I'm immediately intrigued. Like, creamy mm-hmm. coffee? Yeah, sure. Definitely try it. Down. But this is more of an afternoon snack or, like, a dessert coffee. Mm, like, you wouldn't okay. start your day with a cafeos heavy yes and but then it's also served with cafe bro which is like a sweet coffee cake oh and then of course if you listen to europhile you know what fika is and that Mm -hmm. is very popular in scandinavian countries which is like little 15 minute coffee breaks so that is very popular in finland and like i think it's like a legal Thing. like it's dictated by the government like you have got to take yeah. these little breaks break. so I love that. again I mean I loved when you introduced me to that because I had never heard of that before these little fika coffee, coffee breaks fika. it's very important mm-hmm. enjoy your life so yeah so okay that was that. just our little tour of coffee oh, culture coffee and history in Europe oh I love that thank, thank you so much thank oh my you. god I cannot wait to go to Italy <laughs> 
we'll go have an espresso at the bar. Yes. Oh my there god. There is this Cafe Doro or something, and it's right by the Pantheon. Uh huh. Oh god. Wow. I'm, <laughs> go. I'm gonna cry the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you mind if I do my little mini? Please topic? do Very mini. And you know where I got it from? Wow, saving a TikTok. Thank you, TikTok. <laughs> Thank you. We love the people of TikTok. The internet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be talking about Voket, mm. the bear. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> so um, his actual name or like title was Corporal Votek. Okay. Um, so Votek was bought as a young cub in a railway station in Iran by Polish soldiers who had, like, evacuated that way from the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. He was fed condensed milk from a vodka bottle, but grew grew to, like, fruit and marmalade and eventually beer. And that was his favorite drink. Oh, my God. That was, like, a treat that they gave him. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so... He just became part of this, like, regiment of Polish soldiers, Mm -hmm. and he learned to eat cigarettes, wrestle, (gasps) and, like, smoke cigarettes, (gasps) wrestle with soldiers, and march on his hind legs like the soldiers would do. Oh, my God. And so in order to provide for his rations and transportation, and, like, everyone grew, like, really fond of him, Mm -hmm. um, he was eventually enlisted officially (laughs) as a soldier. Oh, my God. Um, so he was private Voket. Okay. <laughs> and he would share a tent with fellow officers if he was ever cold. Oh. Um, his company, like his, you know, like of soldiers, invaded Italy in World War II. Uh-huh. And he helped haul artillery shells, which would normally require four men to lift. Oh, my God. So he would just carry oh, those. Oh, oh. Votek! Oh. <laughs> Um, this is and like he a was cartoon. promoted. Oh. He was promoted to corporal due to his service in the war. Oh my god, this I is know. so sweet. And he eventually retired to the Edinburgh Zoo, and he was always visited by his like Polish army comrades. officers and comrades. Oh. And he was even featured on this Scottish TV program in Edinburgh. I think it was called like Peter Blue or something like that. Corporal Votek died in 1947 at the zoo in edinburgh and there are numerous plaques and statues with his likeness mm-hmm. a bear holding artillery yeah and even two schools were named after him in poland and <gasps> england oh and that division he was in has like from then on had a bear holding artillery as yeah. its like symbol oh yeah so Votex. that is so cute <laughs> Oh my god. Well, I want to see Iranian Polish bear photos. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Yeah. It's Darling. Very, cu- very cute. There's like photos when he was young. Yeah. Like a cub. Uh-huh. And then when he was like huge just like with the soldiers. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That is so yeah. random. Oh, I know. cute. That so is so random. good. <laughs> they like literally couldn't leave him though. They were like, "How can we make this work?" Yes. Yeah. Let's just lose him. Literally in the one army. of us. Just yeah. another soldier. Oh, honey. Oh, that's cute. So, yeah. I'm happy Votek. they had him. Corporal Votek. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. That was very cute. <laughs> that was it. 
<laughs> well, uh, do you have a recommendation for us I this do. week? I know we talk about we talked about the Basque cheese yeah. last time, but and also another thing to up your cheese game, charcuterie uh-huh. board game situation is adding tinned fish. Oh to Mm -hmm. your boards yep my favorite as of late has been like a spanish sardine in olive oil Mm. Mm. that is so you i just love like anchovies i mean that's you could use that but like i prefer tuna smoked oyster oyster mussel that's my go-to yeah anything like that yeah i will say wow that's good that is such a thing in the U.S. that I think is starting to catch on now. Yeah. And I'm so happy. I'm on the, riding on that train. <laughs> yeah. And that's something, like, I'm, I'm coming around to myself. Like, I'm, because it's so beautiful and, like. I always uh, love smoked oysters. Yeah. But as, like, a board situation, mm-hmm. um, just beginning to learn that yes. sophistication. Yep. Uh, it is sophisticated. Very yeah. good. And if you put like a little parsley, a little like yeah, get a lemon little green. zest or something yeah. on top. Put wow. a little effort. Absolutely. You don't need to, yeah. but that it's would fancy, be very delicious. But it's not so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's so, we've definitely been having a lot of that lately. Yeah. Um, what about you? So, I am going to recommend the show that we devoured last night. It was. Oh, yeah. It's called, it's called The Miniaturist. And it was a masterpiece classic with Anya Taylor-Joy mm-hmm. and Romola Gray. I think that's how I thought it was pronounced. Okay. I mean, what do you think? Like, it, I thought it it was very creepy, like, and you don't really know what's going to happen. It's not very ghosty, but, like, in it, I thought it, it was like going to be. It's like, psychological thriller. Yes. Like, it's not like Stephen King where it's going to make you, like, jump. But yeah. it's more just, like, you're waiting for, like another shoe to drop yes and like you can Which feel the pressure in your chest yeah. but well so obviously we have this thriller very like rembrandt very aspect, like dark but it's also sumptuous like colors 1600s amsterdam so yes and it's wealth so like the yeah. clothes are gorgeous but then yeah. there's like this hint of like radical religion mm-hmm. going on in the background and like mm-hmm. It it was yeah. it was like the perfect yeah. little thing to like enjoy in a night and like mm-hmm. just sucks you in and then when at the end you're like what you know like I just spent three hours oh. watching that <laughs> so yeah it was kind of fun so if you're in the mood for like if it's like a dark stormy night but you want a period yeah. piece that's a little bit different watch yeah. the miniaturist that's not English yes yeah. yeah that was a good one all right I will end it with our word of the day yes. I did a Polish word, mm. so mi wuska, which means a little love. Oh. So it's not like a huge affair or this life-altering love. It's just a little love. Like a fling. But it still meant something. Oh, yeah. oh, sweet. That is, I guess, yeah. different. Mi wuska. Mi wuska. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, I could use one of those. <laughs> could I could yeah. use that. <laughs> Why not? Thank you. That's a good one. Yeah. Miwoska. Thank you everyone for listening to, to to today's app. Thanks Kate for that darling little 
mini topic. Absolutely love. I'm craving a coffee. <laughs> Let's go have one. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao.